Hi, my name's Harini. My name's Camille. And this is The News Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The News Podcast. Today, I am joined by my very good friend, Amelia Waterton, who I'm really excited will be helping out a lot more with The News Podcast and will be part of our team. To get started, we'll be talking a little bit about the rape crisis in the UK and the fact that it's become a social epidemic before next week when we talk about the Met Police report. Hi guys, um, I'm Amelia and I'm really excited to be taking part. This is something I'm really passionate about. So yeah, I'm really happy to be getting involved with all of this. So according to SOS Rape Crisis Charity, 85,000 women and 12,000 men are sexually assaulted every year in the UK which amounts to an average of 11 every single hour, and that's only counting the adults. 2021 was the year with the highest rate of reported assaults, most likely due to the pandemic, as it locked victims in with their abusers, with 70% of attacks still being perpetrated by someone the victim knows. More than 67,000 cases were recorded in that one year, and yet there were only just over 1,000 prosecutions, and with 1% of subjects being charged. So, you know, an astounding difference between claims and prosecution. According to the BBC, over the past four years, rape prosecutions in the UK have fallen by 70%, despite the numbers only increasing. Only 11% of child sexual abuse cases ended with a charge, which is less than it was seven years ago at 32%. And court delays are piled up so high that the victims are waiting years for justice, if it ever does come. According to The Guardian, a new grooming gang task force will be set up with specialist officers supported by the National Crime Agency, helping local forces and offering the use of an ethnicity data to assist police investigations. The Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, said that they were overwhelmingly British Pakistani men whose cultural values were, quote, totally at odds with the UK and that they see women in, quote, a demeaning and illegitimate way, making their behaviour, quote, outdated and frankly heinous. She's referring to the Rotherham grooming case in which at least 1,400 children had been sexually abused over the last 15 years before 2013, primarily of men of Pakistani heritage. However, across the UK, a Home Office report from 2020 actually showed that most child sexual abuse gangs are made up of white men under the age of 30, meaning that the Home Secretary is using incredibly misleading rhetoric to racially separate the UK. Obviously, Swella Braveman's comments are likely to cause further marginalisation of these communities, potentially making it harder for victims of sexual abuse in these circles to come forward and find their help. Furthermore, soaking racism will only increase violence, thus including violence against children, especially by the far right. Pakistani and Muslim child grooming gangs have been cited time and time again by Tommy Robinson as fuel for attacking immigrants. NSPCC has also warned that by focusing on one ethnic group, it will create blind spots elsewhere where authorities will be less suspicious namely among white men, as we now know they are the main culprits in the UK. The mayor of West Yorkshire, Tracy Braven, appeared on Sky News at the same time as Suella Bravman and pointed out that this is a home secretary that has also made it more difficult for victims of sex trafficking to be protected from those grooming gangs by her harsh laws against immigration that have been proved by human rights groups to be a violation and to make it just as hard for victims of trafficking as it is for those perpetuating it. For example, by abandoning children in London who have since gone missing or by sending migrants to Rwanda. Similarly, the Children's Commissioner for England has pointed out that it is a good plan, but only if it will also protect the migrant and refugee children arriving in the UK, who are even more vulnerable than British children, especially under the Home Secretary herself. 
Rishi Sunak has said that gang members taking part in sexual assault and exploitation will receive the toughest possible jail sentences, which is definitely a good thing, but only for as long as policing is carried out fairly, which according to the Met Police report that we'll be looking at next week, this is not always the case. Following a report of 7,000 victims of child sexual assault, the independent inquiry into child sexual abuse also recommends that any adult aware of sexual abuse who does not report it should be prosecuted. An astounding study was released by The Independent, whereby completion of an anonymous questionnaire showed that one in three people who participated, they would force a woman into sexual intercourse if it was consequent free and didn't realise that this was rape. When further asked if they would rape a woman, this dropped to one in six. This clearly shows the prevalence of sexual coercion and the fact that men and boys do not realise it as a crime and therefore nor do their victims. As a society, we need to encourage boys to challenge the idea of the sexual predator or rapist, especially in sexual health and consent programmes. Many women have raised this issue surrounding the No Means No campaign, as it encourages men and boys to look for a loophole, rather than starting from the standpoint that sex should be enjoyable for both parties, not just begrudgingly agreed to. This often stems from the fact that some men only see women through porn and therefore through an objectifying and violent lens leading to a distorted view of intimacy. For example, many women who reported missing were then identified being sexually assaulted on Pornhub and therefore had been watched by millions of people, fetishizing their terror and vulnerability. Furthermore, after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it was reported that Ukrainian girls was one of the most trending searches on porn sites. In order to cope this list of crimes, awareness is key, both for parents and students. All schools need to tackle this sensitively from a young age and make sure that children have adults that they can trust and red flags that they know to look out for. The police needs to be trained to deal with sexual assault victims so that they feel supported, believed and that justice will eventually be served. However, fundamentally, the majority of victims and perpetrators are victims of other social issues such as poverty or abuse. So without having these change in the sectors across the UK, we won't properly fix the issue. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode of news and that you've learned at least one thing that you can take home and change in your day-to-day life or in the men around you. Um, And if that is the case, or if you think there's something we should change, please feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at news underscore LDN or read any of the articles on our blog, www.newslondon.co.uk, where you are more than welcome to participate and write your own. See you next week.